You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number three. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We'll wrap up the show with intern Ben and his Women's World Cup update. Uh, We're also giving away a crazy prize. The Shaw Charity Classic VIP giveaway worth $3,000. You get two honorary observer passes and two Rogers Clubhouse and Skybox passes. It's simple. You text us in 960-960, name and location. We talked about this earlier. Um, Based on the mammoth rookie uh, freshman, TCU lineman, who's like 6'5", 435 pounds. 55. 55. It's, it's, it's probably it's, fluctuated. This, probably. The, the silverback gorilla is 435. That's where you're getting hot, caught okay. up there. <laughs> he's bigger than um, a gorilla. Yeah, he's bigger than a gorilla. That's, yeah. That's um, we're asking you which bigger. animal would make the best offensive lineman and why. It's also important to note that when you watch his highlight film, that was when he was listed at 380. So he's 75 pounds bigger now. Okay. Just throw that out there. Um, which animal makes the best offensive lineman? 960, 960, name and location. I think we're also going to open up the phone lines because if you call in, you have a better chance to win. We'll do that at the bottom of the hour. But first, uh, he is the host of Real Kipper and Born on Sportsnet 590. The fan. He's a Stanley Cup champion on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. We say good morning to Nick Kiprios. Hey, Kipper, how are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. Uh, Nick, which animal would make the best offensive lineman? Um, the grizzly bear. Oh, okay, yeah. Bing, bing, bing. See, you're the uh, second best in the row who said bear. That's all you need to do. Yep. Pretty intimidating. Get four of those, and you're good to go. Yep. You're totally right. I said lion based on the intimidation factor, Kipper. King of the jungle yeah. staring at you? Nobody wants to get close to that. Where would you put a shark? A great white. I'm having a lot of trouble with the creatures that are underwater. That's, yeah, I'm Nick, having a really like, hard... Again, let's not get crazy now, Nick. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 we'll let's hear it. Let's hear it now. I want yeah, to go into this those... is a very intelligent conversation. Yeah. Let's not get it off the rails now. <laughs> fight a bear, fight a shark. Mm. That's where our conversation's yeah. now in uh, tough. August. It's true. Um, you know it's August when... Um, Nick, yeah, your instant reaction when the Leafs signed Martin Jones. <laughs> well, uh, beggars can't be choosers. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you know what? It's fine. Uh, you don't, again, you don't have a ton of choice out there, uh, but you are grateful that at least he's got NHL experience. And it's an incredibly friendly contract that you can bury in the American Hockey League if you have to. I don't think anyone's going to claim him on waivers. So with the experience, not a bad move at all. Nick, can you explain why the Leafs can't develop a goaltender for the last, I don't know, 20 years or so? Felix Potvin? Yeah, it's the last one, right? For you 20 years ago? That was more than 20 Um, years ago now. No, I just... You know what, George, I look at the uh, evolution of the goaltender, and right. um, it's just how even, you know, with Canada um, and what we've yeah. been able to produce and how many superstar goaltenders have we been able to 
produce, you know, in the last 20 or 30 years. So there's not that many when you think about it. Like Marc-Andre Fleury is going to go into the Hall of Fame. He was a first-rounder, but that's a ways uh, ago here. And it just doesn't appear like... uh, like it's just I don't know is it just based on the fact that uh you know the the style of plays remember 20 years ago you'd have so many different style of plays from Hashik to um you know uh he, Marty Turco uh Mike Richter was the best backwards skating goalie I've ever seen in my life yeah. it could beat me in any race any time you know and I'm a skater Um, you know, did I mention Hashik, you know, so, um, Marty Brodeur and now, I mean, in Canada, we've got, you know, Carter Hart and everybody's been waiting for him to take over for Carey Price. And there's some nights when you go, yeah, he's really good, but the level of consistency to think that he can be a future hall of famer, not even close. Where are you at, Nick, on the way that the goalies are kind of being deployed? Are you more of the effect that you like to have a horse to ride for most of the season? Or do you like where it seems to be going, where you can just kind of get three guys in, roll the dice on all of them, and and maybe you'll find one of them that that kind of hits? Well, again, in my era, when you had your starting goaltender and you signed him to a long-term deal, uh, there wasn't as much doubt about what the future could hold when you signed a, a Richter or a Belfort or a Curtis Joseph to these, you know, thirty, forty million dollar deals. Now you sign any goaltender uh above six million dollars or five million dollars even and you're like scared to death. And that's the unfortunate part now for today's general managers is that you you don't know what you're gonna get. And they get gun shy. Jack Campbell is a perfect example of that. Had some success here in Toronto, although not playoff success. Was able to parlay that to $25 million, and the guy can't start. Had a horrific season. Mm-hmm. That's not encouraging other general managers to go do the same thing. Now, just, there's just not enough of them to put your trust in there. I, I, think, I think it's a, a process of elimination uh, these guys, they've kind of played themselves out of big contracts and they've played themselves out of the trust. But like I said, back then you had style of play where you just left them alone. Just leave them alone. You don't even talk to a goalie. You just leave them alone. And now they all look the same. They all train the same. And it's never been worse in, in terms of trusting goaltenders in today's game. Uh, is there any hand-wringing going on in Toronto that Matthews still hasn't signed and it's August? Yeah, I think it's media-driven, to be honest with you, more than anything else. And I, I think, you know, the, the longer this thing goes, the more it's realistic that they may come into training camp without new contracts. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they won't sign eventually, but I think in a... In a, in a flat cap, and the mere fact that uh, you don't want to make a, a mistake that you can regret, I think teams are now looking, and I include, you know, Lindholm in, in Calgary in this scenario where, hey, you still got another year on your deal. 
come to training camp. Let's see what kind of start we have. If you're Craig Conroy, you're, you'd really like to get off to a good start. And, you know, a hungry Lindholm, a hungry Nylander in Toronto can certainly help that. And then see where you are in November, December, trade deadline, and uh, act accordingly. For me, when I look at Matthews and Nylander, it feels like one of those situations where, you know, there, there's going to be, this is going to be a good team. They're going to have a good chance at making some noise this year. In that sense, I'm not too worried about going into the year with both of these guys in unsigned. You, you feel like you could kind of win them over. There's a lot of continuity there. Elias Lindholm is a little bit different to me just because there's been so much overturn with the coaching and the general manager's office. Like, are you surprised that Lindholm hasn't signed at this point, just given that everything is going to be different when he comes back to Calgary for the upcoming season? Uh, not really, to be honest with you. I, I think, you know, I, I do think that there's time. And I just, I don't, I don't believe that Lindholm has made any dis- definitive decisions that he's, he's not signing or he's going to play his contract out. I think there's room there for the right deal at the right time for Lindholm to stay in Calgary, but it hasn't happened yet. And I don't think there, there should be anybody hitting the panic button or, you know, decisions have been made. Uh, like I said, uh, when you're dealing with a flat cap that people are waiting for it to go up, uh, you use the time. See, whether you're Lindholm or, or Nylander, you know, maybe, I don't know, it's a different conversation for Matthews because people think that he could sign anywhere from, you know, $13.5 million to 15 or 16 But yeah. for the majority of these guys, like, if you're going to leave, you're, what are you racing out to get? Another 500000 700 800 a million? It's not that much. So teams have to look at it and say, okay, if I need, you, if I need to convince to you that, we we're we're gonna have a good team and we're heading in the right direction. Whether you're tree living in Toronto or Craig Conroy in Calgary, and I still need more time to convince you that the the, the coaching staff is a good one, and uh, you know we're, we've got big plans here, and you're not gonna want to go anywhere. Then 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 use the time. Use use September. Use November, use January, and if you get off to a good start and, and the guys are playing well, then, like I said, maybe you do jack it up another half a million dollars or 700 or you make room or you decide to trade somebody. Um, there, there's still lots of time here for Calgary and Toronto to get their guys if they, if they truly want them. Kyle Dubas has made a few deals, but uh, the one he made over the weekend is... Got to say, pretty impressive. He's able to bring in Eric Carlson. He's able to shed a whole bunch of cap and move out some contracts that they probably didn't really want to have around the team this year. (laughs) Somehow he ended up getting $3 million in cap space, giving up a first, a second, a whole bunch of spare parts, and they got Eric Carlson. This is a very nice deal for Kyle Dubas. Well, let's see. Mm -hmm. You sure about that? Let's see. I mean, it's uh, it's an I'm older team. You, you, you gave up a first and a second. You got mid thirty five year old guys. Is it going to work for sure? If you go back and you replay all the the comments about 
Eric Carlson signing in San Jose would have said the same thing, mm-hmm. and it didn't work out. So I don't think it's I, I don't think it's a given that it's it's going to be great. And you know you want to pat him on the back because he saved three million dollars. You got an old team, and you just gave up a first, and you gave up a second so somebody could take Petrie. I mean. Where where's this going? This is gonna this is go big or go home for Kyle Dubis here. And I don't know, will we know in three months, six months, how how it's gonna look? Or is there gonna be a feel that, you know, between Latang and Carlson, we're gonna get the same feeling of Carlson and Brent Burns, who had zero chemistry the moment he signed in San Jose. I I'm not saying that uh, it can't come up smelling like roses for Kyle Dubas, but it's far from guaranteed. Nick Kiprio is the host of Real Kipper and Board on Sportsnet 590, the fan Stanley Cup champion, joining us here on the Atlas Pizza and Sports, where I guess hotline, Big Show, Russick and Rose, 960, the fan. Um, Kyle Dubas saying that he's had his eye on for Eric Carlson for a long time. Did you ever have any inkling that the Leafs wanted yeah. Eric Carlson? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, is and- it close? No, it was never close because people above Kyle Dubas shut it down. <laughs> and it probably okay. ticked him off a little bit and added uh, some animosity to what we eventually found out was, uh, you know, a, a, a kind of a rocky relationship. So, yeah, he had his eye on him a long time. Uh, and, he, and he really thought long and hard about trying to make him a Toronto Maple Leaf, but... Again, lack of support up top. Shut that down. Go to Pittsburgh. Get your titles. Get all the power in the world. And he did in Pittsburgh what he wanted to do in Toronto. What would be a good season for the Penguins? Obviously, you know, winning the Stanley Cup is what they think they could potentially do with this veteran-leading roster, oldest team in the NHL by a country mile. But what would be a good season, in your opinion, Nick, for the Pittsburgh Yeah, now, you got two years to win the Stanley Cup, guys, in Pittsburgh. And that's it. This is, this is all about Sid. This is all about hmm. giving Sid another crack at winning a Stanley Cup in the next two years. So is it making the playoffs? Is it to get to a conference final? No. For Sid, it's one more Stanley Cup or bust because we do know there's only a couple of years left on his contract. Uh, Malkin just re-upped. But take a look at that third year. It really kind of disappears where, you know, there could be a situation in his third year. He could go to Robida Island, courtesy of Lou Lamarillo and bearing contracts. So, no, this is about Stanley Cup for Sid. That's why Eric Carlson's a Pittsburgh Penguin. Yeah, but isn't it a unique situation? I think we, as fans and media, maybe crush teams a little too much based on their salary cap situation, but. Nick, how many fan bases would take the three cups that those guys brought to that city and that organization? And this is kind of a, hey, we know what you did for us. We kind of owe it to you to to go and make these types of moves because in four or five years from now, we're going to be terrible, and maybe we find the next Crosby or Lemieux. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And let's not forget that uh, Kyle Dubas has got a seven-year deal. So it was Mm. built for him 
to eventually tear this thing down and and get it back to where it needs uh, to be in Pittsburgh Penguin fans' eyes um, with life after Sid Crosby. So there, there's there's plenty of time for Kyle Dubis. If it doesn't work out, it's not like he's going anywhere, right? So, like I said before, this is really just about Sid wanting another crack at it while he's still, you know, pretty much at the top of his game. And now he's got uh, a lot of support offensively from the back end with uh, the addition of Carlson. But let me just ask you, who's defending right now for Pittsburgh to win the Stanley Cup? Who's who's the shutdown guy playing 22, 24 minutes? Yeah, don't know if we see him there. Ryan Graves, is that the answer? I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. Uh, hey, I did want to ask you about uh, just a little bit of news out of Edmonton as well over the summer. Jeff Jackson hired uh, to come in in kind of a, a replacement plan for Ken Holland, it seems. He was the agent of Connor McDavid prior. What do you think that kind of means for McDavid and really the Oilers as a whole, that someone this close to Connor is now in a very prominent role with the Oilers? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm a, I'm a Jeff Jackson fan. Um, I, I think he's a real intelligent guy, and he, I think he understands the game well, and he's had uh, managerial experience with the Leafs and, of course, handling uh, uh, best player in the world and, and Connor. So, you know, I, I think it's – I like the hiring when I heard about it. And, uh, obviously – Ken Holland, we're, we're not sure where he fits in the next two years, but this is really uh, built around uh, now, I think, Paul Coffey and Jeff Jackson, uh, who will have prominent roles with the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, I, I think it's too early to, to start handpicking, you know, guarantees for Connor McDavid's future or anyone else's. I, I think there's plenty of time now to let it play out here um, but there's no question that that uh, people are going to start, you know, already talking about Connor, whether he's going to stay or go or end his career as at Edmonton Oilers. I just think it's it's way too early here, and much like Pittsburgh with Kyle Dubis and Sid, you know, Jeff Jackson's first thought is how do we get these guys to challenge for a Stanley Cup again um, next season, and that's. That's where the focus is. I don't. I don't think long term right now. There is a, a strong conversation there that can defy, you know, where this thing is going to head. Nick, who's got better goaltending heading into the season, the Leafs or the Oilers? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question in terms of uh, you know level of consistency and. Uh, you know how much faith you have and how much experience you need still to 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 get it over the finish line but again uh, you know whether it's the leafs or or edmonton or most often uh you know 85% of the league uh they are no longer you know one of your most important positions until it is the most important position in the playoffs they just can't put the money into it you know like they have in the past so you build your 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 blue line, and you hope you can insulate uh, you know the goalies as best you can. But you know we'll see if Jack Campbell can come back, you know, and uh, and uh, be a better goaltender. Skinner's got a bright future, 
no no question about that but uh you know like i said you got to build a, a great blue line and insulate uh that's the way to go right now in a in a post uh pandemic era still does it just feel like the Oilers are the team that's going to make a big move at the deadline to improve that blue line? Everybody's trying. They're just, they're just, they're, there's not much. And, you know, there's not that many available still. I think it'll be really interesting with Craig Conroy guys in the first six, mm-hmm. eight weeks and where they go and what they look like. And they, I think we all believe that Hannafin's out of there, but... Does that happen before training camp? Does it happen January or the trade deadline? So there's Hannafin, there's Tanov, Zadorov. The only ones locked in, I guess, are Uyghur and Anderson. But, you know, don't tell me that Tree Living and the rest of them aren't, aren't watching closely in Calgary to pick a defenseman or two out of there. Uh, Nick Kiprios is the host of Real Kipper and Born over on Sportsnet 590. The fan, he's a Stanley Cup champion. Uh, Nick, thanks for this. Thanks for jumping on in August when the hockey talk is its hottest. <laughs> boy, oh boy, it was almost as if we were in mid-season form. Yeah, we were. It, it sounded good. Like we were All like, right. what are we going to talk about? We banged out a segment. I'm proud of us. All right. <laughs> good job, guys. Terrific stuff, Nick. Excellent there he goes, news. Nick Kipper. Yes. On the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, 15-time <laughs> Consumer's Choice Award winner at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast for pickup or delivery. Call 403-248-3344. It is going to be super interesting. And um, I did see, what did I see on social media? Our man David Pagnotta, Pagnotta said something about Lindholm. He thinks he's staying or something. Did I did I hear that right? Um. I did not see no. Okay. Maybe we should have David Pignot on and ask him. Yeah. That, that. Hey, David, did you tweet something that I may or may not have attributed to you on our show? <laughs> We're just guessing now? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was you, right? It was yes. you, right? <laughs> Let's see. We got to go yeah, way there, back. Uh, see nothing yet. <laughs> nope. August 3rd, nothing yet. It might have no. not been Pagnotta. <laughs> no, I don't think it was him. <laughs> Um, the text line's blowing up. Patrick, how are you at vetting things for texting McTexerson oh, right now? 18 of them right now. And what? Yeah. Like, they're all, they're hilarious in their own little way. Like, okay. I mean, you some, don't know which one to pick. Some of the animals, like, yeah, they're smaller, but it, it's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah okay. Like, That's yeah. what I like. You got to, you got to make us laugh. You got to tell us good reasoning. What if we open up the phone line too? I mean, hey, if you want to get people Yeah, let's calling, get people oh, on the It horn. looks like somebody's trying to call already. Okay, um, you want to call Should in to win. Like, this is one of the best prizes we've ever given away on the show. It's worth $3,000. It's a VIP package to the Shaw Charity Classic. It's worth three grand. Two honorary observers passes and two Rogers Clubhouse and Skybox passes. 403-248-4444. 403-248-4444. Forty-four, forty-four. Call us, and you have a better chance to win the tickets if you call in. We talked about it earlier. Which animal makes the best offensive lineman, and why? We'll determine that next. And to wrap up the show, probably better than the three thousand dollar giveaway. Intern Ben <laughs> with a women's World Cup of Soccer update. We'll do all of that. That's next. It's the big show. Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. 
We'll wrap up uh, the three-hour portion of the program uh, with intern Ben's Women's World Cup of Soccer update. Have you been guys been? Have we been doing that in my absence? No. no. Okay. I had it in the morning report. All right. You get the interns involved. I get that. Yesterday we were away. We couldn't get him involved. And we didn't want to. Yeah, I mean, we didn't want Ben on the air. <laughs> Well, is that's not nice. He's right. He's listening to the show. <laughs> it's, it's fine. He's right next door. Okay, don't worry about it. And, we'll love and, ben. and let's be honest. Ben, I don't even think Ben's that comfortable doing it to begin with. Ben has cr- been crushing it the last couple of days. I forget what we. Okay. What did we need you to do yesterday? Yesterday, I kind of just raised my opinion on. I'm trying to remember what it was now, but we were talking about something i can't he was involved with the program it wasn't like we just made him sit there Uh, and do nothing and twiddle his thumbs uh first of all ben i will never ask you for your opinion on anything so that's just i'm just kidding i I kid um i'm gonna get your takes on uh the women's world cup uh by the way single tier for the american national team boo hoo boo hoo so disappointed i laughed my way through that one that penalty (laughs) shootout ladies (laughs) <laughs> it's too bad Megan Rapino missed that PK, too. Aww. It's too bad. Wah, like wah, wah. Like too bad, a... USA. Yeah. And then, and then Bill Simmons calling Alex Morgan coach's daughter. It's like, all right, okay. Settle down. They're so pissed off down in the States because of this it's team. The best. I love it. It's the best. <laughs> Sorry, America. Wah, wah, wah. Aww, your soccer team's no good. Boo <laughs> Everyone else is putting money into women's sports. Now we don't dominate. Aww. <laughs> That's too bad. Aww. The rest of the world's caught up, um, guys. Yeah. Yep. Um,. Let's uh let's give away an incredible prize. Let's do it. Like I, I again, I'm I'm shocked that we do this. Um, <laughs> two honorary passes uh, for the Shaw Charity Classic and two Rogers Clubhouse and Skybox passes. It's valued at three thousand dollars. If you want to call in and give us the best animal that makes an offensive line, which animal makes the best offensive lineman? Four zero three two four eight. 4444. That's the number, right? 403248 4444. It's been a while since we've taken callers. 403240 4444. Okay, hold on. What is the number? 40320. Sorry. Yeah. 4444. You know, I got I got mixed up with the Atlas pizza. Yeah, it's 243333. Yeah, that's what I mean. Damn it, Atlas has a close phone number to us. Yeah. Um, See now they're calling like crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> now we're you close. Them, now you gave them the right number. <laughs> it's early. Can I get a breakfast this? pizza? Can I get a breakfast pizza? Um, four zero three two four zero forty four forty four four zero three two four zero forty four forty four. You call and you got a better chance to win these tickets. Which animal makes the best offensive lineman? We have a slew. Yo, these are so good. Uh, they're still texting text them in. It's like, well. oh my god, I can't keep um, up. Let me let me wrap up uh, what animals we selected earlier. Matt said the bear. Yeah. Patrick said the hippo. GVP said the silverback gorilla, and intern Ben said rhino. And I said the mother bleeping king of the jungle, the lion. Mm-hmm. 
That's what we got. Uh, you want to get? You want to start off with a caller first? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Because again, if you call in, you got a better chance to win the tickets. Uh, let's get to Chris. Chris, good morning. How are you? Chris, hello. Yo, Chris. Hello. Hey, hey. How you Where doing, you calling guys? from, Chris? Good. Where are you calling from? Are you there? Yeah. No, you no. got us. Why are you there? Yeah. All right. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties. Hey, a king cobra. Think of it. Mm. Okay. I'm thinking. It's uh, it's got the intimidation factor. If the yep. the cobra is sitting there on the front line and you're just staring mm-hmm. that thing down, it's got the intimidation factor. It's way faster than you. Mm-hmm. And if you get bit, you're done. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chris. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. What if the defense had a flute and put the cobra to sleep, <laughs> or a mongoose well, even? <laughs> I mean, is the flute? Would it, would they get five minutes for having a flute? <laughs> that's that's very good. Chris, point. I'm going to put you on hold. Thanks for calling that's in, pal. Flag for having a flute. Yeah, that's a good point. See, I want <laughs> like I like Chris' effort, but I just crushed him with this cobra theory. I. I don't know if crushed is the word, but yeah, you really got Dominated, him there. Yeah. Owned. Yeah, you really owned him. Uh my thing here is that you obviously would go the Anaconda over the King Cobra because the rap. Yeah, but it's holding. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't be stupid, Matt. Yeah. It would be clearly holding. What a dumb idiot I am. You're such an idiot. We're having Gosh. these animals play football. We're already stupid. Yeah, no. <laughs> The fact that the other one is biting people is fine, but yeah, yeah. holding. No, he can bite, but he's or, holding. Yeah, he, he can hit. He can Or when hit. Nick Kiprio said shark, we're like, Nick, don't be stupid. A shark's in water. <laughs> they play football on grass. Come on, Nick. Or else it obviously would have been a giant squid. <laughs> All right. I do like the king cobra, though. Nice try. I do like the cobra. There's a couple cobras in the like text as well. Cobra. Yeah. Uh, let's get to uh, let's stick on the phone line. You have a better chance to win four zero three two four zero. Now I'm giving the right number forty four forty four four zero three two four zero forty four forty four. Your chance to win uh, a package worth three grand to the Shaw Charity Classic. Uh, let's get to Nathan. Nathan, good morning. How are you? Nathan, hello. How are Yo, you, Nathan? What's up? How's how's it going, boys? There's Where there's only from? one answer. To, uh, this is uh, Raymond Alberta. Oh, oh Raymond yeah. Alberta. Let's go. Okay. Raymond Comet. Does everyone love Raymond Alberta? I'll stop. The Ralphs. Everybody in Ra- everybody in Raymond loves everybody in Raymond. <laughs> everybody. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we make enemies. That's what winners do. Just tell us your animal, please. <laughs> please. Okay. There's only one answer to this question, boys. It's the silverback gorilla. Okay. Think Jonathan Ogden, but on steroids. You yep. got wide yep. gorilla feet for for your base. Think of that first mm-hmm. punch he's going to deliver to mm-hmm. the, the edge rusher. That guy's going down easy. You think of those fast twitch muscles, the upper body strength. There's only one answer to this question. Okay, uh, let me ask you this question. Pick. John Ogden on steroids, man. That's, That's a, dude, Jonathan Ogden's like one gorillas of the throw poo. Do they do that? I think they're a little <laughs> bit more sophisticated. I think you're thinking more chimps. Yeah, chimps are the... They don't care. Okay. Yeah, uh, Nathan? Chimps are vile. Nathan from Raymond. Uh, hang on the line, yeah. please. Strong call, Maddie. Good call, Raymond from Nathan. Oh. <laughs> Stop that. Is that what I said? No, that's what I said. Okay, I was going to say, because that <laughs> happens a lot. Yeah. No, Nathan you were very deliberate Raymond. on what, what you said. And then... 
Yeah. Um, you pulled the pin on that grenade and threw it at your feet. You know okay, what? as I, you were. I, I love that we're taking callers. I like that we take callers sometimes on this show. It's a, it's a yeah, jam we line. Do it it's too much. The, the, col- the callers aren't. They're not staying on hold, I don't think. Are they, they just keep dropping? They just they just hang up after they're done. So if they, I win, don't understand. We don't... Like we can't get to you right away. Like that's not how this works. <laughs> no, but I mean, like I think our last two callers have already hung up. So if they win, no, I don't they're know. still on. They're oh, they're on. Oh, yeah. I, don't know. Right. I think we can punch hang up me on in Chris, the face because I don't think Chris is going to win. He's still listening. Why are you Sorry, do Chris. Like that? <laughs> Sorry, Chris. It's, hey, it's like, there's no participation trophies when we're giving away a $3,000 VIP package, Rose. <laughs> You'll have two chances tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Chris, you're eliminated. Uh, let's get to Sandy. <laughs> Sandy, good morning. Uh, how are you? Sandy. Hello, how are you doing, guys? Where are you calling from, Sandy? Calgary, just uh, Mackenzie Lake. Uh, what are you doing this morning? What's going on? Looks like a lake day. Well, you don't want to know what I'm doing right now. I'm laying in bed, so... Uh-huh. Oh, oh! I, I like that you need to hear Maddie Rose's smooth voice. Uh-huh. While you're lying in bed. It's working for me, that. let me tell you. I got you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, give us <laughs> so the I'm animal, Sandy. The, yeah, I'm stating the obvious with uh, an elephant, but just bear with me for a second while I tell you. Elephant, my okay. With, yeah, bear with me while I tell you my experience when I was backpacking in Africa. <laughs> so I'm at a watering hole, and I'm seeing a hippo, two hippos. And this is like a bar or an actual <laughs> watering hole where the animals drink water? 100% an actual watering hole where two hippos were hanging out. And I think it was a date. Okay. It, was a, oh. it was a dude and a girl. And they're okay. having this date. And they're in a watering hole. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. No, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. But go it ahead. belongs to this elephant who comes up to the watering hole and goes, Hey, what the heck are you doing in my watering hole? Mm-hmm. So Lady Hippo goes, hey, dude, you're bringing me on this date and you don't even have a, own a watering hole? <laughs> this elephant takes a tree, and I mean, it is a humongous oak tree, tears it out from the grass and throws it at the hippo. What the heck is the hippo going to do with that? Mm. I don't know if you can bring Maybe. trees onto the field to play. No. Well, no. but just think a, a trunk of a hippo could just rip the legs off. Holding. Uh, no. Flags all over the field. <laughs> now, Sandy, can oh, I oh. can I just ask you this question? How are you able to decipher that this was the actual meaning of everything going on? Like how did you how did you determine that was, this was, was actually a, the situation? Was there a translator? Was there Are you some a sort guide? of animal whisperer that we don't know about? 100%. Oh, okay. Okay. Listen, this is my story that I created saying, you know, it was the most unique situation I've ever been in and to see an elephant and a hippo fight. And I'm like, the elephant won. Mm. Did you give a peanut to the elephant? No, no. Actually, the elephant was looking at us pretty uh, scary, so we actually left. Cause it didn't All right, so this is a true friendly. story? Yeah, I was backpacking in Africa. Okay. Uh, hang on the line. Uh, Sandy, yeah. I like that story. Thank you. Um, Sandy's the animal whisperer, apparently. Yeah, that was good. A little wordy, but that's fine. Uh, okay. Um, you want to mix in another caller before we get to some text? Please, too? yes, I would love that. Uh, by the way, it is the big show, Russick and Rose, 960 The Fan. We're giving away the VIP package to the Shaw Charity Classic. We're three grand. It's insane. It's a crazy, it's a crazy prize we're giving away. <laughs> we're asking you, uh, what animal, which animal would make the best offensive lineman? Uh, let's get to Lawrence. Lawrence. 
Um, good morning, Lawrence. How are you? Good, good, good. How are you? Where are you calling from, Lawrence? Calgary. Okay, I love it. Um, what are you doing today? What's what's on what's on the agenda today, Lawrence? Ah, work and then ball. <laughs> oh, okay, slow pitch. Yep. Uh, Lawrence, do you ever swing at this first pitch? Ah, uh, depending. <laughs> okay. That'd what do you be... mean, depending on what? I, that's not the question uh, the I asked you, Lawrence. <laughs> depending on if it's Lawrence, have you ever swung depending at a first a pitch meatball and softball? And I gotta lay into the hold sucker. Hold on, Matt. Hold on, Lawrence. Have you ever swung at a first pitch in softball? Yes. Okay, uh, let's hang up the phone on him, please. Oh, come oh, on now. That's ridiculous. Wait. That's Sorry, preposterous. Lawrence. You're out. Hey, oh, you guys man. didn't have your tournament this year. We played in it uh, last year. We don't want to get All into right, it. All right, Lawrence. It makes us very <laughs> sad. All right, Lawrence, what do you got for us? Oh, we hung up hey, on him. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what do you got for us? Uh, well, the silverback got stolen from me, so I'm going to have to go orangutan because he got a big wingspan. They can keep you away. <laughs> no, it's definitely <laughs> the orangutan is obviously playing wide out. He's got the reach. No. He's got toe tap ability. Ah, he can keep right, people Lawrence. away. <laughs> All right, good job, Lawrence. The silverbacks have to be named Harambe. <laughs> okay, rest in oh, peace, okay. buddy. All right. That's... Okay, thanks, uh, thanks, Lawrence. What? Don't swing at that first pitch, okay? <laughs> thanks for calling in, pal. What are you, Alejandro? I, Kirk? I was serious Come about on. hanging up on him right away. By the way, I know, I know you were. I'm glad they did it. I put him on hold. I put him on hold. Just a warning. GVP immediately. When I say hang up on somebody, immediately hang up on them. All right, all right. For the future reference, <laughs> click. Just so you know, I'm just too nice, man. <laughs> well, that's not, hey, it's, it's it's a cutthroat business. I can't yeah. I can't help you. Out Don't there. worry. You just have to like shoulder the guilt and just kind of push it off towards George. What happens when you've been in it for fifteen years, eh, George? You get a little jaded. Is that what yeah, happens? sure. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Grinding for fifteen years in this company, year and a half as an intern too, so it's like almost seventeen years. Let's go. Um text messages? You wanna do you wanna do a couple before we get to another couple callers? Um, 403-240-4444, 403-240-4444. Uh, let's get to a couple text messages, and then we'll get back to the callers. Oh, texty. Curtis in Medicine Hat, Muskox. In the wild when protecting young, they form a protective ring with horns facing out. They are large-horned with natural instinct to circle and protect. Could also charge for for downfield block. Okay. <laughs> Muskox. <laughs> I've never even heard of that animal. What, assume, what animal was it? I assume, I assume it's got gnarly like horns. Like, like a water any, buffalo. Anytime there's something that has a name like this and it has ox in it, I assume it's got can, some sort of they get the, the, I, nasty, the droopy horns. The droopy horns. Can I just say can I just say I am really uh I'm really amazed with Matt Rose's um knowledge of the animal kingdom. Oh, love animals. When outside of that, like and maybe hockey, that's it. Like <laughs> is this the extent? Oh yeah. No, there's no. there's also like nerdy Disney stuff, comic book stuff, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. They yeah, also yeah, yeah. muskox are Canadian. I have so a be... vast knowledge. It's just of things yeah. you don't care about. I'm impressed. I'm impressed of your animal kingdom knowledge. Um, like when yeah. he said orangutan, you're like, get out of here. That's wide receiver. Clown. <laughs> what a garbage. No chance, what idiot. What a garbage take. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't mind that one. Who is that? That's Curtis. What was that? Curtis. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, one more. Caleb Quickly. in South Calgary. Gorilla is the easy answer. I don't trust that bear's drop step. 
Gorilla would have elite hand fighting, don't be fooled both are top 5 draft picks, I could see the bear getting caught with a gas mask bong and sliding though. <laughs> oh, so he's, uh, he'll, he'll Laramie he's Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> Caleb, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good, Caleb. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, I do right, love a good a Laramie Tunsil reference. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Caleb. I think Caleb, that's very good from Caleb. Uh, let's get to James on the old, uh, on the old blower there on the phone line here. Uh, James, uh, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you, George? Where are you, where are you calling from, James? Uh, the wonderful Prittis, Alberta. Oh, I've played that golf course. It's, it's beautiful. It is. It's quite nice. Um, what are you doing this morning? What's on your What's on uh, the plans? Are you on the way to work? Like, what's uh, going on? Well, I'm a farmer, actually. I'm in the tractor. Oh, what time did you get up? Our people. Uh, I'm almost on lunch, so... I've been up since 4.30. You and I. So did you hear my Sea-Doo take earlier? It it was a good one. I do enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, James. <laughs> James, let me ask you this question. Would you ever be hugging somebody behind, like they're driving the tractor and you're behind them hugging I'm them, the holding tractor. on to your leg? Would you ever do that? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Shut up, no. Rose. Go ahead. Um, Probably not. Okay. <laughs> It's Thanks, probably James. not the safest thing to do. A cluttered in there. All right. <laughs> so James because is a farmer. Safety. I feel like James is a farmer, and he's qualified to answer this question. James, give us the animal that makes the best offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm going to kind of quote Napoleon Dynamite. Ah. Because the, the liger is by far the best <laughs> animal ever. Okay. And that's all I got for you, George. All right. <laughs> Hang on the line, James. I like liger. it. The liger. <laughs> it's a lion and a tiger. It sure is. I he likes my take about you can't the be the dude on the back of the sea dew holding on to your, your buddy for dear life. <laughs> Tina the llama would be a good offensive lineman. Yeah. The Tina from yeah. Napoleon <laughs> yeah. Dynamite. Yeah. Boom. Eat your food, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, eat your ham. <laughs> so... You know that's pig, right, Llama? Do they know that? Okay. Um, so James is – I like James's call. I like Lawrence. Uh, Sean, we haven't gotten to Sean yet on the phone line here at uh, 403-240-4444. Um, Sean, good morning. How are you? Hello? Hey. Hi, Sean. How are you? Oh, hey. I'm good. How are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, Calgary. Oh wow! Okay, awesome. Uh, Sean, tell us the uh, the best animal to be an offensive lineman. Okay, so I've been googling some stuff. Uh, I'm going to go okay. with the giraffe. Mm-hmm. Big old long neck, mm-hmm. about six yep. feet long. Mm-hmm. One like snap Martin from Hanks. that, no one's getting up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, incredibly powerful. Its kick is known to kill lions, but not only kill them, it can decapitate a lion. Oh, oh no God. way! Oh my goodness! Right, and its neck has the flexibility rivaling any slinky. How are you getting past that? <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, Sean, can I tell you about the worst thing about being a giraffe? No, there's no bad things. No, it's when they're in their zoo, they can't get out, but they can see their way out. Oh, yeah. That's so, oh, that's yeah. so sad. How is that the best thing about a giraffe? Yeah, this isn't supposed to be a it's sad call. So, that's that's, that's <laughs> terrible. Like, one more reason uh, I hang don't on go to John. I like it. Why did you say that was the best thing about giraffes? <laughs> like, they they can see the way out, yet they can't because they're stuck in the zoo. That's not that's good. That's not the best thing. 
Um, <laughs> Why? Sean. Sean's a good call, too. Uh, Want to mix in, like, uh, let's do three texts back to back to back here, oh, okay. Patrick. Okay. Okay. Tyler in Cochrane. Original thought would be elk. Massive horns to block forward and back for run or pass. But then I look north and those elks can't block anything, so have to rethink it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, Tyler. I do like Pretty it. Good. I do like a dig up north. You know that. Pretty good, Tyler. That's a bit of a pander, Tyler. I appreciate I like you. It. Okay, All keep right. going. Jamie and Airdrie, I'm going with the King Cobra for my O lineman. With a strike zone up to two meters and enough neurotoxin <laughs> to bring down an elephant. My QB is going to have all damn day to make plays. <laughs> He's biting everybody. <laughs> not enough neurotoxin to bring down That's not a, bad. an elephant. Um, also, the height restriction is not the worst. No, right? I can see Eric. Clean pocket. You can see, see everything. Over. Yeah, that's yeah good guys point. like Johnny Manziel. <laughs> yeah. Not watching watch film. Yeah, Dave Dickinson would have had a field day back there. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Doug Flutie would have been like, I love this. Hell yeah. Okay. This is great. I love snakes. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, here we go. Travis in Red Deer. It's gotta be a skunk. Not the biggest and most fearful. But assume they are still protecting the QB from humans. I don't see anyone running through a bunch so stinky ass skunks. It's a really bold assumption for today. You know what? That's a great point. The skunk is a good one. You don't want to be sprayed. Nobody wants to be sprayed. No. Yeah, but even my teammates wouldn't want to be sprayed. If I'm the quarterback, I'm like, listen, this guy can block, but... This guy's a bit of a cancer in the room, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many good ones do you have left, Patrick? Oh, my God. They're they're all hilarious. They're all good. Like, how about this okay, one? Because right now, I got Tyler as a star. I got Caleb as a star. I got... Um, I like that my man, James... And uh, which one else did I like? Uh, Nathan, I think. Caleb. Yep. Laramie Tunsil one. Yeah. Tyler and, and Tyler with Elks. the Elks were my two favorite texts. Yeah, James and Prentice because he listened. He wakes up at four thirty to listen to us, which is awesome. Yeah, we should throw him a prize just for that. My goodness. And uh, I do like. I believe it was Nathan's. We want to hear a couple do you texts. Remember what Nathan's was? Nathan was the silverback. He uh, John Ogden on steroids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 That's right. I did like that. Okay. Let's get <laughs> some more texts. Do we have a Do we have another caller on the line there? Uh, GVP or no? No. Okay, all right. A uh, couple more text messages. Now we got to get this in, thing away. We're running late. Chat in Okotox, Canada Goose. <laughs> Think about it. How many times have you seen a grown man, ten times the size of the cobra chicken, running away from one screaming on the golf course? Way lower maintenance than a massive carnivore and easily replaced in the <laughs> unlikely event of injury. <laughs> Those honkers. Okay. Yeah. I like that one. I like that. Cobra chickens. Okay. Gosh, they're just the worst. All right. Two more, Bebop Patrick. Then we got to give away the prize, okay. and then we got to do the intern report. Go. Okay. Bebop in Seton, a giant anaconda, cause it's a mother effing snake on a mother effing football plane. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Almost. I like it. Like if it was called the football plane, that's I'd be like, good. that's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, All right. it's not bad. Okay. Okay. Get the last one here. Two more. Two more? Okay, two more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Gerald we'll from Sundance, good old Aussie kangaroo. Easily angered, low center of gravity, quick off the ball, already look they they are on the juice. 
Yeah, yeah. See, I like Gerald. I like Gerald from Sundance's idea with the kangaroo. Mm. The only problem, Patrick, is probably too many hands to the face penalties. Oh yeah, way too yeah. many getting the, the, the too many hands up in the grill. Really yeah, because they point. box. Yeah, and they'd be <laughs> tripping and they kicking, kicking all the time. Although, yeah. although, is there a better like RPO fake than a uh, putting the ball in the pouch? Of oh a kangaroo my god, and then yeah. fishing it back out. I. I don't want to give away my all animal offense because I'm sure we're going to have time for this tomorrow. So we'll be able to get to it. But the kangaroo is featured and he's not on the offensive line. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. One more. One more. Chris and Cita Bray. Best O-lineman would be a saw-scaled viper. Most poisonous animal on land. Tough to rush the QB when you're writhing in pain on the verge of a full nervous system breakdown with all bowels released and a heart about to blow up. That's... <laughs> A fair point. It's a valid point. <laughs> really good point. Very good points. Have you ever tried to rush the quarterback while your <laughs> body is on the verge of shutdown? <laughs> oh, a couple more of those. Really mature. Really right. nice. Uh, what do we like? What do you like? Uh, you know what? I'm going to let Patrick decide today. Oh, Which one do you like? <laughs> Oh, no. Patty loves being put on the spot. I never. Oh, no. I, we never get Patrick to pick. Like, it's sometimes Maddie. I do it sometimes. We get intern Ben. I want Patrick to pick it today. <laughs> you want to call her? You <laughs> He's want to text so her? stressed. You have no idea what you've done. <laughs> hey, bring Nathan back up on the phone line. <laughs> oh, you want to ask him a question? Hey, Nathan. You want to go yeah. to the Shaw Charity Classic, buddy? Hundred percent. All right, yeah, that's Silverback Gorilla, Jonathan Ogden on steroids. There you go. <laughs> You're in, Nathan. Congratulations. Out oh, of me, boys, boys. Uh, who are you gonna take? Oh, ah, uh, if my wife will come with me, a hundred percent. That's my, that's my one and only. But if uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I love love, bro. Let's go, <laughs> Nathan. Nathan, if that's not, not making not, me. Bro- you know. If not, I'll take my brother. Yeah, that's what I'm talking there about. You go. Either way, have some fun. Congratulations. Hang on the line. We'll get all your information. Uh, You've won two honorary observers passes uh, for the tournament Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two Rogers Clubhouse and Skybox passes valid for one round of the tournament um, worth $3,000. Congratulations, pal. Hang on the line. We'll get all your details. We're giving away two, two passes tomorrow, right, Patrick? Yeah, two tomorrow. Because we didn't so have this is what we're going to do tomorrow. I'm already laying it on the line. Mm. Like, is it Triumph song? Is Triumph saying "lay on the line"? Lay, um, lay it on yeah. the line. One prize is going to go to a caller, and the other is going to a texter. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's get. Oh, we're super late here. Uh, okay. Intern Ben. Uh, let's get to your women's World Cup report before we say goodbye. Time is a fake construct. It is, man. Ben, over to you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. After an eventful round of 16 in the Women's World Cup, the quarterfinals officially begins. It starts tonight with a well-timed start for Calgary fans. Hell yeah. When Spain and the Netherlands play, both clubs come in with high goal totals of Spain is 13 goals into the tournament coming into this match, while the Netherlands has 11 themselves. Expect the offense to be prominent from both clubs. Kickoff will take place at 7 p.m. Calgary time. Wow. Following like that, that game tomorrow will be between Sweden and Japan at 1.30 a.m. Calgary time. Japan comes in looking dangerous as they have scored 14 goals and only given up one goal in a total of four games. Sweden mm. comes off their dramatic penalty shoot, shootout victory over the United States with nine goals in the tournament coming into this match. 
Saturday, we'll then feature the final two quarterfinal matchups, Australia and France, as well as England and Colombia at 1.30 a.m. and 4.30 a.m. respectively. Great job, Ben. I need a full game recap from last night's uh, the match between the Netherlands and Spain, and I want you to give me the goal scorers, too, in the match. Yeah, deal. Leaky Martins is going to score about two goals tonight, I guarantee you. Love it. Um, what do you got coming up in Mucho Big Show? Uh, we just gonna, we're going to do some replays. i got to get out of here before we got to go to Stamps practice. But, yes, uh, we'll have a replay. We'll have uh, Madison Shipman, and then we'll uh, have our conversation. We'll replay. I'm going to probably put a lot of these text messages into a thing, and we're going to throw them on the Spotify. We'll put them up on the podcast. So people can Great job. Let's do that. On their uh, if you missed all of these great text messages, yeah. uh, let's put it at the end. Um, we're giving away two tickets tomorrow to three, worth $3,000 a pop. We'll do that tomorrow. Uh, Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, Amazon, and tomorrow, Maddie's all animal team. Yes, <laughs> you need they're, defense we'll do too. That you got tomorrow. defense. They're, they're, you got to have them wanting more, Maddie. You got to co- get them to come back for some more tomorrow. Yeah, they're they're called the the Foothills Foresters, sponsored by Foothills Creamery. Uh-huh. Shout out to the uh, good people at Foothills who dropped off a ton of ice cream here for uh, the morning show yesterday. So we're very excited about that. We're having okay, ice cream for breakfast, George. When nobody was there. Um, okay, great job. <laughs> no, the, what? Well, GVP was here. No, timing. They, you guys were in Red Deer yesterday. They anyway, did it. Okay. No, they did it last night, so we're having it this morning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's great for them. Um, okay. Uh, follow us, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. Um, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a terrific day. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. We had so many text messages that came in today, we couldn't get to them all, unfortunately. But here on the podcast, let's run back some of the honorable mentions on who do we think is the best animal to start at offensive line. Hope you guys enjoy. Brandon in Livingston, a big sweaty walrus would annihilate Aaron Donald every play. Kian in Okotox, give me a Wolverine. Yes, small. However, those things are hella aggressive. It'll latch onto you and you're not getting by. Small and mighty, more agile than bigger animals too. Derek in Copperfield. Best animal for O-line has to be a bison. They are huge. Can run at high speed in short bursts. Great at locking in with other bisons to block out intruders. Rich from Calgary. Moose makes the best offense of linemen for a couple of reasons gentlemen, athletic, most feared animal in the forest and if you're playing football in the CFL, they meet Canadian content. Jamie in Calgary, the moose, you hit a moose with your car, the moose lives and you and the car both die. Destroyer, Andrew from Sylvan Lake, grizzly bear. Large size and strength, agility, takes the winters off when hibernation is happening and also get him from the Canadian Rockies and he could play in the CFL and fulfill the Canadian player requirements. Kevin in Carstairs, a longhorn bull. It's called a bull rush for a reason. Those horns will keep them in their lane and push the opposing linemen where they want. Chris in Airdrie, African elephant. Easy. Famously trainable. Ultra strength. Elephants have good memories, for all those different schemes and play calls. Trunk makes recovering fumbles easy. Joel from Claire's home. A hippopotamus because of their acceleration, relentless charge, and extremely high level of protective instincts. Brian from Inglewood. The big male giraffe. 1,600 pounds of muscle. 15 to 18 feet tall. 
get a smaller quarterback that can sit in the pocket which is between the giraffe's legs. Total protection to pass or run. The giraffe uses that long neck to smack bears and lions out of the way. Hacksaw in Calgary, hey boys, give me that dinosaur with the long spikes on its head and a big spiked club on the end of his tail? Chris in Kingsland. Triceratops. And before you say they are extinct let me remind you that you have animals playing football so. Jesse from Nolan Hill. The best animal for a lineman is easy. A cobra. They bite the other team on the first play. By the second quarter they are very lethargic. By halftime. Well they might not make it back out after halftime. Wes in Calgary. A Komodo dragon. Quick, claws of death, able to stand on their hind legs and battle, savage attitudes, can swallow prey whole, has a bite that will disable prey, merciless. Ryan in Calgary everyone goes violent. What you need is a line of golden retrievers. Everyone is going to stop and pet, and cuddle them. Total distraction. Better than cheerleaders.